welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT. One of the most exciting areas of healthcare, and certainly one that I enjoy covering, is patient experience. For the past decade, Healthcare as an industry has been investing a lot of time, a lot of effort, and a lot of money to improve the patient experience. But over that decade, can we really say we made a difference? Can we declare victory? I think the answer honestly is, of course, we can't. But we have made some meaningful progress. Now, there is one aspect of patient experience that has gotten a lot of attention recently, and that is self-scheduling appointments. It's something that every patient wants, and they're very confused as to why it's taking healthcare so long to implement something that they see as so simple. But as we know, scheduling appointments in healthcare is a very complex workflow, and that is one of the biggest barriers as to why it hasn't happened. Hello and welcome to Healthcare IT Today, where we explore the latest trends and interesting stories from the world of health IT. I'm Colin Hung, and what you're about to watch and listen is my interview with Adam Gale, co-founder and CEO of Class Research. I'm here in Utah at the Class Research 2023 Patient and Consumer Innovation Summit, where we're talking about patient self-scheduling. I hope you enjoy this interview. Adam, welcome to the program. Thank you. Fun to be with you today, Colin. Yeah, it's always fun. I always look forward to speaking with you. We rarely get the chance at the conferences because we're both always so busy, but we're here in Utah and we just have wrapped up day one of your Indeed. Patient and Consumer Innovation Summit. Tell me why it was important for class to run this type of event. Yeah, so patient innovation is something we should have already solved. Like I won't say solved 100%, but we should be further than we are today. So I think getting people out of the doldrums of like, look, patients are just hard, it's tough to solve. It's hard to do some of the things we're talking about today, like self-scheduling and moving that to look, it can be done, we should be better, let's go. So having a room full of really passionate drivers in this space has been a treat today. And why was it important for class to really focus in on this area? Because it's a little bit outside of your normal comfort zones or yeah. your normal places that you play. For sure. So, you know, six years ago, we started measuring physicians and nurses directly. So that was a big shift for us from going from the leadership and, hey, what's your perspective to going right to sort of the end of the row? Well, it felt like the same thing was happening with patients. Like we're not getting engaged patients and what's the storyline? It felt like it needed to be more than just the, the seven people in the patient engagement group that each you know health system had put together to go talk to. So as we went and started to talk to patients, we realized the story is actually much more intense, much broader than we probably, I think, have been telling ourselves. And from your perspective, because you guys have a very unique perspective on the industry, you, you get a chance to talk to providers as well as vendors. Yeah. And you, of course, are at a lot of the different conferences that we're at. What are you seeing out there in terms of patient innovation and and uh, maybe forward thinking in this particular yeah. space? Well, one of the things that got to me a few years ago is I got a text for uh, an appointment that just said, hey, if, you can, if you're planning to come on Wednesday, just text yes to us. And I said, well, I actually can't come. I wonder what happens when you text no. 
And so I like kind of snark with a snark. I texted, no, nothing happened. You know, so the next day I get an email that says, hey, here's all the paperwork you need to fill out before you come in. If you can't come, just call us and reschedule. And so I tried to call and reschedule and I could never catch them. They're at lunch. They just closed at four o'clock, like all of the things why you can't get someone. So this journey of trying to get to the button where it's like they text you and it says, hey, if you need to reschedule, you can reschedule. And I actually got this text like a few weeks ago that said, hey, if you want to reschedule, just type R. And I'm like, yes, we finally arrived. So I typed R and it said, oh, you need to reschedule. Here's the phone number to call to reschedule. So I just feel like we can be so much better. Like we talk about how come the patients aren't engaged. And I feel like we've focused on solving problems for the, the clinic or the health system. Like let's make sure our schedules are full rather than how do, we, how do we actually engage the patient? So today we just saw a presentation from Phoenix Children's, incredible presentation on how they've got to over 50% of their self-scheduling being done online by patients and how much work that took and how much the whole executive team actually needed to buy in. And so that's not so much a technological whiz bang wow as it is a change management leadership opportunity um, move. So it's, so it's funny, that's a huge win, but it's not like a tech, hey, they used AI to go do this, this thing. You know? I love that you said that because that's certainly the theme I got from today is that the technology is not the blocker, it's not the barrier. I mean, certainly there are some technology hurdles yeah. to overcome in terms of integration and making sure that it's a smooth UI experience for the user. But the majority of the barriers that everyone was mentioning out there was really around process, uh, buy-in, executive leadership. Those were the bigger challenges yeah. to get the schedules available so that people can book them. And I think five years ago, there probably was more tech that just wasn't ready and just didn't work. I think today, for a lot of the patient engagement work that needs to be done, the tech is existing and does exist. There's still some integration pieces I think we, we could be better at as an industry, but how do you lead out on it? How do you just say, this is where we're going, follow me, and then stick to it when it's, when it's hard? Because right. there are hard things either for the clinicians that are difficult, for the staff or for the patient that are gonna be a little bit tricky. What do you hope that people will take away from this event uh, when it's all said and done? What yeah. message, what, what action do you hope that the attendees from here will, will yeah. take away? I think our number one message is let's actually get the voice of the patient in patient engagement. And again, sometimes we cheat because we say, well, I'm a patient and you're a patient. So we have the voice of the patient. I don't think it's very representative of what the patients are actually thinking. So that's why we started this patient voice collaborative to just like the arch collaborative, learn from each other. What's worked? What hasn't worked? Why are there such wide gaps in terms of how patients are interacting? But I think if we could just actually listen to the patients, and not just placeholders for the patients. I think that's really our goal here today. Adam, you shared a lot of great information. Where can people go to find more about Class Research? Uh, classresearch.com is a great spot. And, and we do have pieces out there about the Arch Collaborative and about our new patient uh, collaborative where, where we really hope to turn what we know on its head. And uh, in fact, I'd say the biggest thing we learned this, that for me turned things on its head was just patients are screaming for self-scheduling. And I, I sort of would have thought, look, that was a problem 10 years ago. I feel like we've gotten there. We haven't, mm. we have not arrived. So, so happy to share more, Colin, as we learn more, because I think there's a lot to be learned. Awesome. Adam, thank you so much for being on our program today. Okay, thank you. It's a pleasure. Hey, I want to thank Adam for coming on camera with me and spending some time talking about their new 
Patient and Consumer Innovation Summit and for talking to me about where he is seeing the patient experience and patient innovation happening. I think it's very telling that class, which has traditionally been focused on looking at the vendor community through the lens of providers, is now really trying to make a concerted effort to bring the patient voice into this mix. I certainly applaud them for that. And hey, if you enjoyed this interview as much as I did, please like and subscribe. Also, head on over to healthcareittoday.com where you'll find more great content like this. I'm Colin Hung, thanks for being here, and I'll catch you on the next video.